Hey, welcome back to the Wholesome Black Man Podcast. I'm your host, Donaldson. Um, I'm sorry for the late episode. I had tremendous, I guess, podcast block. Um, would be the right fr- phrase for it because becoming a content creator now, keyword being creator, has actually been very hard for me uh, in terms of knowing what topic to say or what topic to bring. So this has been a late installment. Usually I have the podcast ready on Tuesday mornings. It is at the time of recording Tuesday night. Again, and that's just because I couldn't get my mind, I guess, focused enough to put what I want to say in a very clear and direct path. But I got it together now. I want to make sure I always consistently give you a podcast on Tuesday um, I am going to do better about the time, uh, but yeah, so to my listeners, I'm glad that you guys are rocking with me, uh, again, tell your friends about this podcast, if I'm saying anything that you agree with, because word of mouth is the biggest way to grow these things, um, like I said, I'm starting this, first, in my mind, it started as a hobby, but now I think I want to, actually, I know I want to give content creating a real shot because I feel like I have something to say and if you're listening I I feel like that means you have some agreement with me in terms of what I'm saying but yeah so again this is the wholesome black man podcast I'm your host Donaldson again just thank you for giving your time out to me so what I want to do is if I jump into the main topic that I want to talk about which is where I'm at right now in my life um, and maybe a lot of you guys will feel what I'm saying. Maybe you've been through it. Maybe you're going through it right now. But like I said, I just want to be honest and transparent with and not put up a front. Because I feel like with the internet, especially nowadays, social media, everybody puts up basically fronts of themselves or everything is very curated to what they show you what they want to show you. Which, again, I actually agree with because everything isn't for everybody. But, yeah, I like to be transparent. I like to get things off my chest. And I oftentimes feel like I'm the only one going through something. But uh, it's very it's very selfish of me to think that because a lot of our times we go through things, but the situations are not unique to ourselves. I mean, there are people that have been through it or are going through it. And to sit there and just be like, oh, it's just only me is a very selfish way of thinking. So I'm trying to get out of my mindset of of everything being just about me or I'm the only one going through it. But yeah, so there's that. But before we get into... Uh, what I want to talk about. I want to talk about some topics um, over the last week. So what had happened last week is our weekly recap. And first thing I want to talk about, before we get to the seriousness, before we get to uh, all the heavy topics, I want to go over something like but the versus battle. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the versus battles, uh, which... Basically started by Swiss Beats and Timbaland, two iconic music producers of my time, of my generation of music. Um, when the pandemic just 
started up, we was all stuck inside. I should say most of everybody was stuck inside because I'm from Florida. We really ain't stopped. We had like a two week. I had a two week laid off period, and I was back to work. And that two week actually was like the best thing that could have happened to me because I got my mind cleared. I was constantly moving and on the go, and I couldn't take time and get my mind right and focus, or I was just basically living day to day. But yeah, so the versus battle that's when it kind of started up during the pandemic, and we had various artists that went up against each other and shared their music with us as a community, and it, it came to be a pretty big thing. But this battle, even though I host one, I like a little ratchetness, and this fed my the ratchetness that I like very much. It was, it was very, you know, hood like you know. Black rapper energy from R&B dudes. So, uh, if you don't know what I mean, like, so Dipset and Lux was a, was a versus battle, and the demeanor of the rappers towards each other, each uh, group towards each other, is very much what this one was, but it was R&B people, which, R&B men, and to be, like, more specific, but... <laughs> It was Mario versus Armarion. And when I first heard of this battle, I thought, because I'm not a big fan of both of them or either one of them. So when it was in their biggest, of course, you heard their music. But to me, there's been like a big fall off. And I just don't know that much about their music. But I tuned in because I was like, okay, if I hear like, you know, few songs from my childhood, if I don't know the rest, it actually will be pretty, it'll be a pretty good night. So, to start off on this versus, oh man, it was Bobby Valentino and Ray J versus Sammy and Pleasure P. And I did not know that there were undercards or a warm-up act to these verses because I don't think it has been any other time but these fools got out there and showed they behind and I loved I loved every second of it because it was just very hoodish man tendencies so and it brought back early 2000s. I didn't realize that these dudes were still making music, but <laughs> apparently they are. And let's just talk about these. Let's just talk about these people vocally. Okay, so Sammy, again, from my childhood, was like very 2000, 2003 or four when his run was going on, um, had actually 2006. So probably had like uh, crazy things I do love I like um, hardball um, you should be my girl is probably like his biggest known um, song so if you're not familiar with these names again it was 20 years ago now for some of these people when it was when it was um, in the heyday for some uh, a little bit less. Um, Bobby Valentino, of course, you got Slow Down, uh, Beat, uh, featured Lil Wayne, uh, Miss Officer. That was a big hit. 
Ray J, uh, Sexy Kenna, and One Wish, because to me, he's a two-hit wonder. I can't name any other song from this dude. And then you have Pleasure P. Um, and let me start with Pleasure P, because I had no business listening to Pretty Ricky at the age of like 12, 13, 14, 15, because they were some ex- sexually explicit dudes. And I see why a lot of my classmates was getting pregnant, honestly, because the music I was listening to, I'm like, going back now, I'm like, whoa, I was really listening to that at 12? I should I should not have been. But, yeah. So, these young men, they get out there, and I'm thinking it's just going to be a nice, cool, calm, collected, you know, sing, and hear some nice vocals. For one, I don't know why I thought I was going to hear nice vocals from Ray J. Because he can't sing. <laughs> His sister, Brandy, probably one of the best vocalists of my time, but he can't sing a lick, which was which is funny. But these men showed all the testosterone they had for each other. It seemed like it was like a rap beef. Um, Pleasure P went off the rails. You had D-Ray hosting, and D-Ray is a comedian who has... No common sense. He, to me, he says a lot of controversial things, but he was the voice of reason. And when I'm, when a comedian is the voice of reason in a situation half the time, it means it's really gone off the rails. But these dudes done. <laughs> Pleasure P was so pressed to show people that he had hits. And I'm not saying he doesn't. He's more successful in his realm than I have ever been in any realm that I've put in. But... This man was so pressed to show that he is talented, I guess. And he didn't know how to act on that type of stage. Well, neither none of them did, but he was the worst one. And I don't know, because when it first started off, it started off very rocky. Apparently, they ain't do a sound check. If you are a musician or performer of any kind, you know you're supposed to do a sound check off top, so... I don't know what that was about. And the verses was scheduled to start at 10. That's the way they promoted it, meaning Omarion and Mario was going to be starting at 10. So the fact that these people started was a big surprise to everyone. But it took them two and a half hours. It was no no hour and a half, I should say. Because it was like 11.30 by the time Omarion and Mario got up. And again, these men were so hard pressed. I think because for me, these young men in the early 2000s were quote unquote next up. I thought Sammy was going to be the next Usher in terms of Chris Real, but then Chris Brown actually took his spot, in my opinion. Um, Bobby Valentino, he to me seemed like he was going to be like a very solid for years. Uh, I'm going to be like not top of the charts when it comes to music but I'm going to be somewhere in that middle and I'm going to always have to be relevant because to me I think he was a good singer and know how to write songs but for some odd reason his career didn't materialize like that Um, again Ray J he just can't sing so he he had one hit like One Wish to me I love that song but that's just because it's so beautifully written. 
sometimes you know when it comes to music it's either is it the singer or is it the song and Ray J's case for that it's the song everybody that can perform that song that can sing can sing it better than him and that's a dang shame and then going to get back again to Pleasure P he <laughs> this man was so he was so on one and I think again I think it is the bravado that these men was trying to have, trying to act all cool or whatever, and they end up making them look worse. Because this was a train wreck, but train wreck in the funniest type thing. You know how something is so bad, but it's entertaining, so you can't cut it off? That's what it was for me. And just to see those men go back at, a, at each other, that was funny. But then when you get to the main event, which is Omarion and Mario, again, I'm not a big fan of either one of those. So I'm just going off the person who has the highest, um, I don't want to say success rate, but who's more notable. And to me, that was Omarion. So I'm thinking, my foolish self, that Omarion is going to kill Mario in this versus battle. And then by the first song, I realized how wrong I was. Because when Omarion started to sing, I don't know, it was it's called the Mandela Effect. When you remember something from back in the day, and it turns out what, your memories aren't exactly lined up what real, to what reality was. Because I remember Omarion being a pretty good singer. And when he started to sing, he was not. And it was embarrassing. The first song was Touch, so he was dancing while he was singing. So I kind of gave him the leeway because it's hard to dance and sing at the same time. It's like if you run on a treadmill and you're trying to have a full conversation, that's very hard to do. Um, But then Mario started to sing. I don't even remember what his first song was, but. I remember that he could sing, but I didn't remember that he could sing that good. And from first song, it was a complete watch. It was just basically, I want to see how good Mario could sing and how horrible of a singer that Omarion is. Because this fool, he tried to be... Theatrical, want to bring out watermelons and eat them seductively. And I had to ask to the to the ladies that listen to this podcast, is eating watermelon watermelon a seductive turn on for you guys? Because I didn't get it. I was just like, whatever. But from start to finish of that versus, it fed the little ratchetness that I that I enjoy that I like <laughs> to see. So there's that. That's uh one thing that caught my eye and that I wanted to share my opinion on. And then a few other things happened. Um so apparently uh Monday this happened. Uh Amtrak train crash that happened. Uh doesn't look like there was any fatalities. Happened in Missouri. Um train was traveling from Los Angeles to to Chicago and they hit a dump truck. Fifty people got injured, <clears throat> but fortunately there were no fatalities, so that's a big blessing. 
and of course there's an investigation of it um and everything did the dump truck uh try to speed past the uh the railroad crossing or did it possibly just stall out things like that can happen from time to time but who knows and then also January 6th of 2000 and, uh, 2021, over a year ago now, um, a bunch of fools decided to storm the Capitol. And now we're getting into hearings and proceedings on that. Um, there are things coming out uh, in reports of a Trump aide has been... Uh, Basically, has said Donald Trump wanted to go down to the uh, White House, to the Capitol building, and basically just lead the riot. They had to tell tell him that it wasn't a good idea to do that, and I it just made me imagine like what we this country probably would have went to into a civil war if he would have did something like that because. We are so divided, and it's rightly so, because there are a lot of things that aren't being done right in our nation's politics, and it is dividing us. And I'm actually okay with it being divisive, because when you talk about people's lives here, um, people, uh, government officials creating the laws that can affect our lives, yeah, I can't afford or to be lackadaisical on it. Um, I heard it said like this uh, from a podcast, the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, very informative one. Uh, you should give it a listen. Um, the host said that for black people, our whole lives is political from the time we came to this country. And what he meant by that was, if you think about in terms of the law, there were laws and and our laws being directly pinpointed at black and brown people. And those laws perpetually keep us down. Um, they are enforced unfairly unto us. And to people who don't think, you know, it's not that big of a deal or anything like that, you just keep letting it slide and letting it slide that all of a sudden something big happens and or you realize like the quality of your life's not matching up to what the American dream is and that's mostly because there's laws that has been created to to basically keep you down. Um, every time taxes are cut in one area, usually if you're an average person, that means your taxes get... Uh, raised up if the wealth if the wealthy aren't getting the tax cut then we as normal people have to pick up the slack but yeah so i would just find that interesting that again this fool of a president that we used to have wanted to lead a basically a riot on the capitol building and people often compare the january 6th riot to the george floyd riot um or the Ferguson riot. Um, and I think that is actually 
a dumb um, comparison in terms of we're we're um, comparing a time of racial tension and our ability to be mad and be upset and protest to again another set of people's um, ability to protest and be mad but we are mad for a different reason we are mad from the justice system and the injustice the injustice that has been put upon us but for this one to compare this January 6th riot to um, the riots of the George Floyd or any other insert name here that was person that was killed by police brutality is actually wrong. We have a better comparison. It is actually needs to be compared to basically 2016 when Trump won and if you ask many of black people that we feel if you ask many of Democrats or many of you know people of color that you know are on the Democratic and Independent side we feel like President Trump was a Ill- illegitimate president if we do feel like a maybe there has been cheating going on by Russia um, Russia has done things to influence the vote but you know what we did or what we didn't do, we didn't storm the Capitol. Yeah, we protested, but we didn't go into that Capitol building, cause damage, kill police officers, uh, and things of that nature, because we know better. We know if we would have went too close to it, the guns would have came out immediately. And the fact that to me that all those people got so close the guy actually in the building near actually near senators and congress people to if they would have found them they would have been able to actually hurt or kill them it's the same to me you can't tell me as a black person in this country where I see this country that if it, if you change the color of the skin and to black and people would do the same thing that it would have been so many more fatalities and it's just one of those things where, again, things that just happened last last week or and are still all going on that I just wanted to bring to attention. So, yeah, that's that and what had happened last week. Let's get into what I want to talk about. There's no real way to smoothly transition to this. So, what I want to talk about. Is I'm not sure if it's just the early 30s thing or maybe we feel like this in various forms of our lives. Um, the feeling of being stuck. So, again, I'm 30, just turned 31. Um, feel like maybe I'm probably going through a little bit of a what's what quarter life crisis in terms of yo, I'm not where I want to be at. I thought I was going to be so much further along in life, and I'm not there, so I'm having this battle in my mind of what am I doing wrong, or why haven't I got to 
X and Y landmark in my life. And it just, one is, those things, it very much drains the energy out of me to the point where, I want to say just, it makes me give up, but it makes me kind of just stop. I don't move with the same enthusiasm as I did when I was a kid. I don't um, have the same kind of hope of when I was younger. Um... And I think, again, just more of that feeling of being stuck. And I'm trying to figure out how to combat that. Um, if you guys know or have any tips on how to do that, feel free to hit me up and share that advice with me. But, yeah, just the feeling of being stuck. Um, looking at it and looking at life and what I th- think it should be for myself what it should look like. And while I was thinking about this, I realized that I've been very vague in what I want. Like saying I want to be married with kids. Um, I'm realizing that that's very much a just broad statement. Because, of course, a lot of us want to have be married and have kids. Uh, some of us don't. Don't judge me here. I'm just talking about what I want. But... I'm realizing the difference between when I was a kid and where I'm at now as an adult. Life, as a kid, you had a clear goal or direction that you were, quote-unquote, supposed to hit. So, and put it like this, graduating high school. Um... I'm not putting anybody down who didn't graduate or anything like that. I'm just using that as an example. But in terms of when you were a kid, school was your clear and direct directed path, meaning that you're going to put work in to this, but you have a definite set goal of, yo, I'm going to graduate. Or, yeah, I'm going to graduate. I'm going to hit this benchmark in terms of uh, what I need to do academically to ensure that I go to the next level or I I go to the next grade. And I'm looking at this as, a, as an adult now, and I'm realizing the big difference is it's like, yo, I don't have that anymore. And I think that's where this feeling of being stuck um, comes from ultimately. So, what I mean by that is, again, going back to married with kids and how vague that is, it's like, okay, you want to be married with kids, I have to be more direct and more detailed of what that actually looks like for me. And what I mean by that is, like, okay, how do I want to lead that family? How do I want to, yeah, how do I want to lead that family? How do I want to treat my wife? How do I want to treat my kids? And then ultimately, am I doing the things like I wouldn't when I was in school in terms of doing homework, uh, doing assignments? Am I doing the things that ultimately will allow me to be that person that I wanted to be? 
that where I could graduate and go to the next level. And being an adult, you get so much calling going into the day-to-day that you don't be as diligent as you need to be. And I'm kind of realizing, like, this stuck feeling that I have is more of me kind of, I want to say aimless, aimlessly going, living um, day-to-day, but it is very much a, I'm just living day-to-day without a sense of purpose or without a real concrete end goal. And I know that life happens, I think, as we get older, we, and things don't go our way, if we don't hit this benchmark at a certain point of our lives, we get a little bit loose with, with it, where in terms of, we don't give ourselves a time frame or a time frame we'll loosen up. Because you, if you were like me, when you graduated high school, I was like, okay, I'm going to be married by this age. I'm going to have kids by that age. I'm going to be in a house by this age. And now that I am one past the ages of getting married having kids or when I wanted to, now I'm getting very loose and like, okay, well, if it happens, it happens. Or readjusting my framework of mind, which, again, you need to do that when it comes to life because your situation change or you may mature and decide, discover that you want something different than when you started out. And that's actually, if you could recognize that, it's actually a beautiful thing. But now that I'm, again... At the age where I thought I was gonna be married by kids by now, with kids by now, and I'm not there, I'm kind of I want to say grieving. That's the best word I can I can use for it. Like I'm grieving the fact that I didn't hit those marks, and that grief I feel like I'm stuck, and I'm realizing that since. The word grieving always comes to mind, at least for me. I need to find a way to very to combat that grief and to give myself a new hope. And it's just more of, again, if I decide to, one, just change up my plans just a little bit, but still be concrete and firm in that. There's nothing wrong with it, but I do need to just be more diligent in things that I want. Again, I'm talking about kids and being married because I used to be, I'm starting to feel like I'm very loose with it. Okay, if I have kids one day, I'll be fine. If I get married one day, I'll be fine. But it's like, no, I want that. So let me aim and, and gear myself to that point. And if I try, but I just don't achieve it, then that's something I can, I can actually live with. But like to basically be on the fence, give a 50% effort. That's what's really killing me right now. And again, going back to the family and marriage, what it looks like to provide for that and what I need to do. I need to. Uh, I need to realize what that would take. Let's say I don't realize what, but I need to be more 
concrete and firm what it would take and what I need to do to get there. And it's just more of because I've been feeling so stuck, it's just, you know, type of things. This is the type of thing where you have to give real mind power to. We have to think about. We have. To, it's just not gonna. Okay, I'm a thirty minutes today, and I'm gonna um, figure out my whole life. This is probably gonna take me weeks, if not months, to really just figure out and do. But it's coming to the time where, like, when I get off work, I'm so dead tired that it's like I can't even give my mental pace and capacity to get out this feeling to figure out what it is that I need to do. And it's just more of very much a hamster running in a wheel. So every day it's the same thing. I wake up, go to work, come home, take a shower, go to sleep. Wake up, go to work, come home, take a shower, go to sleep. Until I have a day off, then I run errands. And then I may do something with some friends or I may hang out here. And it's very much a life without purpose or a life without without clear without a clear directive and it's just with that I it's just again for me the feeling of being stuck that's what ultimately is consuming me so it's just more of I'm just now finding the words to really say and put and I'm just now putting together but now that I know what it is and I'm combating and what I'm fighting against it's making it a little bit easier for me so I'm not sure if any of you guys that's listening feel the same way, but if you are, again, maybe I, I'm suggesting because this thing is helping me out, like writing it down, um, journaling, if that's what you want to call it. But I literally have been just writing down things, uh, start especially starting the, starting the day of what I want and what it would look like in my life in terms of actually implement, implementing the practices of doing the things that I need to do to get what I what I actually want. So, am I being better with money? Am I being better spiritually, getting, connecting with God, praying? Um, am I just making sure I'm better my physical space and becoming more clean? Uh, well, doing better with cleaning and cooking. Because I'm a pretty good cook, but I don't like cleaning. So, but if I'm going to have a wife, she's going to be working. I need to learn how to make sure I know how to take care of the house while she's at work. So that way she won't have to come home to dirty dishes and, um, or like a floor that hasn't been vacuumed or laundry that hasn't been folded, which I hate folding uh, clothes. Like I will do the laundry. I have no problem with that, but folding it is... The most tedious thing for me. But yeah, so. To combat this feeling of being stuck, I'm doing this inward search of what it is to be moving. Because it's no sense of saying, okay, I feel stuck and then stay stagnant. Or it's like, I feel this way and I do nothing to combat that that feeling so for me I very much look at things I polarize things making I basically making I put two things in 
each side because I'm a very black and white type person. I, when I view things, it's like very, it's this way or it's that way. And I'm learning how to, to recognize that there are nuances or small little differences, a lot of gray area. And for me, if you are like me right now and you're feeling stuck, well, you probably need to ask yourself the question, what does moving look like? And I'm not just meaning physical move, which could be that. Maybe you just some people sometimes are just in a physically or in an area that doesn't it doesn't help them grow, or isn't a conducive environment for them. But when I say moving, like okay, if I'm feel stuck doing this, this, and this from my day to day. What's the thing that will make me feel like, okay, if I'm doing X, Y, Z, I feel like I am moving myself or propelling myself just a little bit further each and every day. And for, it could be something simple as, yo, maybe I need to get back to writing stuff down. Or maybe I just need to make my bed up in the morning before I get up and leave. Maybe it's like, okay, I just need to pray more. Because we all got our own little journeys, but again, here at the Wholesome Black Man Podcast, I'm looking at these things and trying to come at it from a very whole approach, like all-inclusive. And I am just want to make sure this, that this feeling of being stuck, that, again, I, that I'm not just the only one going through it, but I could possibly help someone else that's going through it at the same time. Because we all need each other. We all... Um, each person's success isn't an indictment on you and where you have failed at. If somebody else can be successful, that means you can be successful. But maybe you just need a little bit of help. And for me, I, this podcast is to create an environment that where we all can help each other. That we all can just come in, take time to listen think about some things, and implement it into our own life. But it's going to take the work and effort. And again, sometimes just like listening to somebody who is going through something similar to you can help jog your mind and help you get out of that rut or help you get out of that situation or even help change your perspective even just a little bit. And if I can do that for each one of my viewers or even just one, I've done in my mind a great job. So for me, since I'm battling the feeling of being stuck or being stuck in my 30s, I need to ask myself the question or I need to look at my life and see what it is that I need to be doing to give myself momentum. Because, again, it's no sense of complaining like, okay, I feel stuck. I feel without purpose and then not do anything. But the thing is, for me, I don't want to do any extra work right now. And I'm just being honest because this finding purpose or this I need to uh, propel my 
propel my life into my next stage. It's very much work. And again, if you're an adult, you got so many stressors, so many responsibilities to you are beat down and you don't even give yourself time. And it's like one of those things like, why every time you go into a work week by Tuesday, you're dead tired. And if you really think about it, it's just because the fact, just because of the fact like, yo, you're pushing yourself so hard for something that you don't even have an end goal for. Like, working this hard, but you don't have a clear goal past it. So you come to a job, and you get the check, but then at the same time, it's like, well, I don't work. I don't work. I don't got the check, but I don't have a purpose. I don't have a clear directive. I don't have a set goal. I'm just working this week and then I'm getting to the weekend. I'm gonna make plans or whatever. And that be that and I'm gonna do and next week I'm gonna do the same thing. And it's very much again that hamster running in the in the wheel again. And I am learning which Maybe I should have been learning this a long time ago. And maybe I'm just slow catching up to a party. And maybe I'm just, you know, speaking out to a win and you already knew this. But maybe it's just coming back to the standpoint of, yo, when I was a kid and I knew I had to do X, Y, and Z to get to the next grade. Maybe that mentality needs to come back into my life. But the difference in between that is people told you that you need to do X, Y, and Z. When you're an adult, the water water gets very murky. You don't know what your next step should, quote-unquote, be. Or if you do, it's like, oh, I don't know how to get there. So for some people, it's like, okay, I feel like my next step is married. But then it's like, okay, I don't know what that looks like to create a relationship to go through rigors and get to that point of marriage. For some people, it's like, uh, maybe it's financial freedom. And you don't know what it's like to budget your money. Or you don't know your skill set, so you don't know your the way to a job that will pay you, pay you well and not just a dead-end job. Uh, maybe it's just spiritual and you just don't... Like, you know you want to do something more with your life that can help others and impact the world, but you don't know how to start. And that's what I mean by that, that school mentality when... Even when you didn't want to be there, you knew you knew that you knew the outcome of what would happen if you did if you did or did not do the things that you were supposed to do. But then when you're an adult, you really don't again you don't know that. You don't know, okay, if me were investing in this relationship, would that pan out and this will be the person I'm I married. 
or I get married to. You don't like you don't know that, <laughs> so you kind of have to go in with faith. Or it's like, okay, I'm going into this job, and I expect to climb up the corporate ladder by X amount of years, and you're still there, and you only moved up one time because you keep getting passed over for, for promotions. You didn't know that when you first took the job. So it's kind of like when you're unsure of what the outcome will be, it will it will very much kill your enthusiasm. Because the Bible says it like this, uh, without vision, the people perish. And I think that's what's going on a lot in this world. People are perishing not because, or people are feeling stuck, not because they don't like the they don't like the drive. They let they lack the the know how, or they not even the know how. They lack the knowledge of what it would what the end results is going to be. So it's like. You know what you want, but you just don't know how to get there, and what, and since you don't know how to get there, it kills your momentum. Cause some people thought like, okay, I wanted to be at a job making a hundred k. It's like, okay, I'm not doing that. I quote unquote don't have the education, meaning I didn't graduate college to to be able to do that. Um, and it's like, okay, well, if that's still a goal, you have to ask yourself, how I'm going to do that? Do I become an entrepreneur? Do I go back to school? Is it a combination of the two things? And then for some people, again, going back to the marriage, like, okay, I thought I'd be married by now. Do you get active on dating apps, which could be a thing? Or it could, or is it a type of thing, or of you need to work on your communication skills because every relationship ended because of bad communication, and if every relationship you're in is ended because of bad communication, you the common denominator. Do you need to learn how to communicate better? And again, I'm just, I'm just now putting. My feelings into words, so I don't want to come across uh, as if I'm rambling or I'm jumping from subject to subject. But I just want to one be transparent with you guys. You listen to me, so I want to make sure I keep it honest. I'm nowhere near being perfect, and I'm not going to be perfect. But I'm going to be the best person I possibly can, and that's a promise that I could give myself. That's a promise I you give to you guys as listeners. But, again, if you're just like me, feeling that stuck feeling or, like, the what's next, and you don't know how to, one, properly process those feelings, and two, um, do what you need to do to combat those feelings it could be very frustrating it could kill your joy 
you can just become basically a functional zombie, meaning I'm going into work this week and then I'm clocking out and I can't wait to get my days off. And I think that's a lot of us. And to me, that's very much being stuck. Stuck, and when I'm saying stuck again, is more of the life without purpose or the life without life without these without meeting these end goals that we have set for ourselves. Cause it's okay, like okay, by this time frame, I didn't get X, Y, Z. Cause it's okay the fact that I didn't get married by the time I wanted to get married. Cause that's just life, you know. Life gets in the way, and it the processes change. But to for me not for me not to give my best effort to achieve those things, that's where I'm drawing the line in my life. So I'm very much being intentional on what I'm doing. I'm evaluating everything now in terms of jobs. Uh, this job is pretty good. Good job. I actually like to work, but it looks like it might be a dead end job. Or and. When I mean my dead end job, I'm just like meaning like okay, I'm gonna can't move up, but at the same time, the pay scale in terms of me getting raises and things of that nature for the cost of living doesn't look like it's gonna go up at a fast enough clip for me too. So, and what I mean by that is like okay, I'm here at this job for X amount of time. I've in my mind, I'm expecting, like, okay, I'm doing a good job. I need to be getting a raise. If they ain't promising me no raises, then I need to just be up out of there. Because if you can't tell me I'm going to be a manager or a supervisor, I'm going to stay in the same pay raise, pay rate, which is just barely cutting it. Now, I can't, I can't afford to waste time. And then, very much, because I'm, I'm trained so much in the old school way where it actually cost me time, valuable time that I can never get back in workplaces because the workplace I was just better than but and I'm not putting down any type of career path but I knew what I had inside myself but I was always taught like you work a job and one they reward you with raises and things like that and I worked a job being there for you know three four or sometimes seven years and I didn't move up at the rate that I was supposed to. It was just like, yo, I wasted all that time doing doing that job and for what? And I just can't be in that mode right now. I just can't do that. And for some of you guys, maybe you already got the good paying job. Maybe it's just something in your personal life that you feel stuck in and you're just trying to work through and again I think that's just more of you gotta you know get a quiet room meditate pray um, and write down and really just sit with yourself and realize and put into words what it is that you're feeling stuck in because I think that's really what is like the lack of awareness there we are very Uh, unaware of ourselves because there are so many things tugging on us. Again, the pressures of life, uh, even social media. 
Like, we get too involved in all these other things to the point where it's like we can't even focus on ourselves because we always looking at our phones and seeing what's happening for the next person. Or what celebrities doing this? What's this topic of the day? And it's just more of... Sometime to get... To really get moving, you have to get traction. And I'm not sure if you've ever been stuck uh, out on the side of the road or some in Florida. Uh, there have been instances where I... Where either me or a family member has been stuck out on a dirt road. And the reason why we were stuck was because we were on a road that the tires couldn't grip the surface. And because it couldn't grip the surface, the wheel just kept spinning in the same place. And to get traction in life, sometimes it really means just like, okay, you need to. You spending you was in the same place. You really need to get yourself focused and get your foundation solidified to where, when your wheels do spin, you can move for, further and just even if it's just an inch. It's better than that. Staying in that same spot that you are sick of. If you can move one inch further than from the same spot that you're sick of, that's actually an improvement. Then sooner or later, that inch goes from a foot to a yard to some miles and then you look up like yo I got up out of there but it's just more of I think we just need to do a better job of evaluating ourselves and where we are at and then again for me since I am a Christian it is very much praying I'm connecting to God and letting him direct my path but also being in tune with, with myself and understanding where I'm upset at. Because I think even with just doing this podcast episode that I just not coming to the realization that I have like this underlying anger for because my life didn't come out the way I wanted it to. And I think that may contribute to this feeling. That may contribute to um, my lack of enthusiasm of getting things done. But I am actually just going to want to pray about it again. and But I'm going to do away with that. By the end of this year, I'm going to be farther along than where I'm at right now. How much farther, I don't know what that's going to be. But I promise you, I'm not going to be in the same spot. And... Hopefully, you guys, if you're feeling like what I'm feeling, you will end up being in a better place, too. So, again, this is Donaldson with the Wholesome Black Man Podcast. I'm signing out. I will talk to you guys next week, and I will put the podcast out at an earlier uh, time of day. So, that way, you can actually listen to it on your commutes or something like that. So, you guys be blessed. See you next week.